0: Hi, I'm Luminous Star, welcome to the channel, everyone who is a current subscriber, thank you guys and gals so much for your subscription, and also want to thank you for motivating me as well as inspiring me to keep Luminous Star channel active. Our star family is growing, so this is a great thing. Okay, I'm very excited about it. And also, I wanna give a special shout out to my stars for sharing his or her stories. Not only are you inspiring me to thrive forward, but you are inspiring other people who resonate with your stories to also thrive forward. So, again, special shout out to my stars. If this is your first time visiting Luminous Star, welcome to Luminous Star. And should you become a part of our star family, don't forget to click that notification bell. So that way all of the videos that come out, you'll be the first to know about those videos coming out. And I also want to welcome you in advance for becoming a part of our star family. All of you who are current subscribers, who are my stars, right? Don't forget to make sure you also have selected that notification bell, because I think some of you may be mixing it out on some of those great videos that are coming out every week. And I don't want you to miss not one video, okay? So make sure that you have also selected that notification bell. Don't forget to like and or share today's video. Also, the description box is below. Please read that description box for further details to today's video. Okay, so I wanna talk about how sometimes some of us, we can get caught up in studying the narcissist and so much so that our lives are getting away from us, right? Especially if you've gone no contact. The worst is behind you, okay? Leave the narcissist behind. Leave them in the dust and do it all like a boss, okay? Now, one of the ways that you can do that is to identify who the narcissist is to you right now versus who they were to you. Very important to get that on lock, all right? Make sure that you know who the narcissist is to you now and who they were to you. It is very important to get that down pat. Okay? So this way you're not distracted and you're not going on a detour, right? Cuz we all have a we all have a life journey and you don't want to be detoured because you're still thinking about the narcissist. And cluster to personality, even though the relationship is over. Okay, so I'm not just talking about a romantic relationship. I'm talking about even a family relationship. The bottom line is this person is not in your life anymore. So you want to go ahead and just continue to focus and thrive forward. Who was the narcissist in your life? What role did they play? Was it dysfunctional? Was it toxic? Was it a, a, a role that they were playing in your life whereas your, the quality of your life was You know, it felt like they were taken away from your life. Was the quality of your life going south, right? Because they were in it causing all types of drama, wreaking all types of havoc, pulling all types of shenanigans. Every time you turn around, he or she is hurling another unrealistic expectation at you. That's something that you want to leave behind. They weren't adding to the quality of your life. So they need to be out Okay, Audi 500. I know that's old, whatever, right? But they need to be out. <laughs> so one of the best ways to make sure that you are not a buffer to the narcissist, right? Because a lot of us end up being buffers to the narcissist and customer personalities. Meaning that when it's time for them to start really suffering the consequences of their shenanigans, uh, we're right there to buffer that. want to make sure that you're not doing that. So one of the best ways not to buffer, okay, or not to be a buffer for the narcissist is to first identify who they are to you now versus who they were, especially if you have gone no contact. Now, if you haven't gone no contact, actually, this video will still apply to you, and I hope you get a lot out of this video. You can still take a look at the role that he or she is playing in your life. The narcissist and cluster personality, they don't do healthy relationships. So more than likely, whatever role they're playing is probably not positive. It's probably very toxic and dysfunctional. Even though they may be a family member, they may be a best friend or or someone else that you may know, right? What role are they playing? For example, if they are playing the role of a father, this does not mean that they're uh, adding to your life. They could be a very weak father figure. Okay? And on top of that, there are narcissists or cluster B personality. That's a thumbs down. So it's I'm very gonna... <laughs> so it's very important that you get clear on the role that the person is playing. I mean the narcissism to cluster personality, right? What role are they playing in your life? Because a person can have a particular role that he or she plays in your life and it be toxic. This can be a brother. This can be an uncle. This can be an aunt. This can be a grandparent. So, that's the role that they play in your life, but it's very toxic and it doesn't add to the quality of your life. Very important to get very clear on that. That's how you can make sure that you're not a buffer to him or her. So, that's another thing that's very common and often happens in relationships with narcissists and cluster B personalities. A lot of you is being put into them. So, your energy and your focus is being invested in the narcissist, instead of being invested in yourself. And this is also why some people have an identity crisis. It's called enmeshment. They don't know where the narcissist ends and where they begin. Okay, so there's a lot going on. The person is co-signing all of the shenanigans. They're co-signing everything that comes with having a toxic and dysfunctional relationship with the narcissist and custom personality. A lot of us know about the shenanigans, everything from smear campaigning to, you know, being very deceptive almost on a chronic level. It's almost like the narcissist and cluster of personality is obsessed with being uh, you know, deceptive. They're very obsessed with lying at a chronic level. It's like they can't help it. They're addicted to lying. If their mouths are moving, they're lying and they absolutely need that fix. Every five seconds, right? It's almost like they just can't help lying. So, what does that do to you? What does that do to your spirit? What does that do to your mind? Okay, it does a lot. So, a person's overall well being, their overall health is going to be compromised the longer they stay in a relationship with a narcissist and a custody personality. So, there are four basic emotions that the narcissist and customer personality often expresses and they feel with no problem. That's jealousy, hatred, fear, and anger. So there's a thing called energy transference. So when the energy transference happens, that means all of those four emotions that the narcissist feels and express will be transferred to you. What are some of the emotions that you often feel, okay? More than likely, you're able to feel joy. You're able to feel love. You're able to feel happiness, okay? Or you're able to feel uh, gratitude. The narcissist and cussing personality, they have to fake feeling those things. They have to fake it. They have to pretend and act like they feel those things. So, those particular emotions, even though they're being transferred to them, they're exploiting those emotions. So if you feel gratitude and you express gratitude during the energy transference, okay, that's when the switcheroo takes place. That's the swap. So when the energy transference takes place, that's the particular emotion that's going to be transferred to the narcissist. What he or she does with it is out of your hands and vice versa. So let's just say they feel jealousy and that's transferred to you. What you do with that is none of the narcissist's concern. So when the energy transference happens, which is something that none of us can help, it's involuntary. Okay? So when that happens, say you're feeling jealousy now. The narcissist, they're not going to suddenly feel gratitude. They're going to pretend to feel gratitude. Why is that? Because they're exploiting what you're feeling, they're exploiting your capacity to express emotions, so if you're expressing love, joy, gratitude, right, or happiness, they're going to exploit your capacity to express those emotions, so after a while, the emotions that you may begin to actually feel and express is jealousy, okay? Also, fear, and some of those other emotions that I mentioned that the narcissist has no problem expressing or feeling. Those are low vibrational frequency emotions. And during the energy transference, unfortunately, they're passed on to you. So the narcissist and cousin personality, they're benefiting from your higher vibrational frequency emotions, such as gratitude, love. Enjoy. Now, how are they benefiting? As I mentioned before, they're exploiting your capacity to express those higher vibrational frequency emotions, such as gratitude, love, and joy. They're not actually feeling those. They're not actually uh, expressing those in a very genuine manner. No, they're exploiting that. So they're eating it up for the narcissistic supply. They're eating it up, so their false self-image grows bigger and stronger, right? And it's able to survive and thrive. And what's happening to you, right? Your overall well-being is being compromised. There are a lot of narcissists, they don't rest until they have caused someone demise or harm or damage, OK? They don't rest until that happens. And that's because their false self-image is driving him or her to make sure that they get their addictions, okay, until they get their fix to the addictions, till they're able to feed off of somebody. So all of this is feeding their addiction, if not their obsession, to keep the false self-image thriving and surviving. So as a vicious cycle, the narcissist is loyal to the false self-image. That's their addiction, and that's their obsession, and that is keeping the false self-image fed. So here's your false self-image, and this is the narcissist, okay? The, I mean, this is the, the narcissist's false self-image, right? It gets bigger and bigger and bigger. The, the narcissist and cluster personality, they're loyal to the false self-image, okay? So they'll go out and they'll look for somebody to feed up off of. And whatever they get, which is the narcissist's supply, they take it to the false self-image and feed it to the false self-image. And the false self-image thrives and survives and gets bigger and bigger. So it's a vicious cycle. So just picture the narcissist being someone who's obsessed and very addicted to their false self-image of also whom they're loyal to. All right, tool number one, make sure you have a support base. You're going to need that outlet. Look at everything you've gone through. To hold that and internalize that is not very healthy. So your overall health is being compromised. You're going to need to restore. You're going to need that emotional outlet. The false self image of the narcissist and cluster B personality takes no prisoners. No one ever walks away unscathed. So you're going to need that support base. Tool number two, make sure that you keep a journal. It's a good thing to write down and record what's going on with you. If you don't want to write it down, type it. If you don't want to type it, take a tape recorder and literally speak on. Okay, speak on it. What they say, speak on it, right? (laughs) So speak it out. You need to get that out of you. I know it sounds like it may not work, but it does. All of our lives are being recorded anyway. Keeping a journal is just another way of recording what's going on with you. Okay, this way, this will help you to stay focused on what you need to do in order to thrive forward. So when you're recording, now when you record, this does not mean you have to place pen to pad and write. Another way of recording is literally taking a tape recorder and speaking what's going on with you. This is for you. Another way of recording is to go to your computer and type. Any kind of way that you can do it. You can express it through music, through song, through dance. Keep a journal. It is very important. This is what's going to help you to thrive forward and stay focused on what you need to do to thrive forward. Also, it's going to help you to see how far you've come, and that's something to celebrate. All right, third and final tool. Make sure that you incorporate some sort of healthy lifestyle. You don't have to be like a health nut or a health guru. You don't have to do that. But I have learned from my own experience that incorporating a healthy lifestyle is a game changer. So a healthy lifestyle can be you're drinking more water, okay? You're eating healthier. You're going out into nature more. You're taking more walks. You're jogging now. You're going to the gym. You're doing something that says your overall health is improving because your health has already been compromised by being involved with a narcissist. So your circumstances may be, right now, you may not be able to just leave the relationship. I don't know what your circumstances are. However, this does not mean that you have to continue to suffer the aftermath of narcissistic abuse. Now, I do say that the best way to not be a buffer to the narcissist or cluster personality is not to be involved with them and not to be available to him or her. Okay, but that's another video. So that's going to be the third and final tool. Incorporate some sort of healthy lifestyle for yourself because your health needs to be restored. Okay? So we want to make sure that you're back in tip-top shape. Okay, so I certainly hope everyone has enjoyed this video. I'm Luminous Star. Please stay tuned for more videos and stay tuned for more vlogs. Earth, our home, incubator of, life. Through our lines of-